Hi everybody, Casey Zander here and in today's video I'm going to be explaining the pros and cons of direct response marketing and how this almost destroyed my brand in a way. Now for some of you that might sound like clickbait, especially if you're an internet marketer, a coach, a consultant, a service provider, somebody giving value into the world and exchanging you know, dollars for that value. This is for you. So I think that every single entrepreneur when they're originally in their come up or in their journey, what you're typically taught as a regimen is you are taught to start turning over cash through direct response marketing. Now I've now studied direct response marketing through multiple VSLs, multiple sales letters, multiple webinars, copy emails. Like we're talking, I've written probably a hundred pitches total, you know? Okay. So I'm well versed in this from some of the best people who are the best at it. So I'd like to consider myself a fairly good marketer as far as revenue numbers that have came into this business over the past couple of years. But here's what you have to understand about this. When I would look at my click history routinely, okay. The click history is the customer journey. So from the time they would see either an ad or they would opt in or they would come in contact with my business all the way to checkout, the customer journey was never how I thought it would be. How you typically assume that it is, is you work them through your funnel or you work them through your process. They click, they see the ad, they see the benefit, they see the statements, they see the testimonials, they want it, they buy it. That is not how it works. That direct response marketing, I would consistently see in the comments of my webinars. I would consistently see in the comments on my Facebook pages. People would routinely say things like scam or you're just trying to get money or is this even real or this sounds too good to be true. And what the whole internet space and what everything has boiled into is it's boiled into bigger and bigger and bigger claims at a quicker and quicker and quicker rate to the point where not only is the customer desensitized to it, but it's such a massive turnoff because what you're asking through the entire pitch is give me, give me something, give me that credit card information, give me your cash. I promise I'll deliver on this and it builds lower amounts of trust. When I would look at the click history through my whole customer journey, I would oftentimes see they would opt in, they'd look at the ad, they'd look at maybe my webinar, but I would watch them consistently. They'd binge watch my YouTube channel, for three, four, five, maybe even six months. They would self nurture themselves through organic content on YouTube, organic content on Instagram. They would check me out. They would look at Google reviews. They would look at what other people are saying about this. And I would see numerous people in the comment section on YouTube saying things like the only reason I enrolled was from your YouTube channel, not from your pitch, not from your funnel, not from your webinar. I did it because I genuinely liked you. And that's when the things started to click in my head as far as human to human connection and people to people skills and brand building. And oftentimes what you're going to see is like the best brands are not only built off of great products, but they're built off of the people that make up that brand and how well those people genuinely can make a one to one connection or touch with the person on the other side, regardless of an outcome or not. And that thirst for an outcome, that thirst for a sale, that thirst for dependence on getting something from the other person not only is extremely needy, but this will kill your reputation and your brand. So what I'm going to be doing today is I'm going to be breaking down four subtle points that will totally change the way that you view business and the world to totally grow your profits and make your life exponentially easier. So let's dive in. So these are the points that we're going to cover when it comes to direct response marketing and the right way to think within your business. We're going to cover how most business owners think 
and the replication process that they go to instead of thinking critically. We're also going to look at what the customer actually wants. I'm gonna be showing you how to not be labeled as a salesman, somebody who's actually an expert in their field, and then simultaneously how to focus on brand, even if you have direct response funnels, direct response pitches, and you do make big promises and claims because you do provide one hell of a service. So let's dive in. First off, most business owners ask for the sale during the direct response close or the direct response marketing because they think that they have to. Right, so you're gonna hear a lot of marketers and a lot of, a lot of people talk about this. They talk about like closing skills, okay? Uh, objection handling, uh, breaking or changing beliefs of the prospect. And while all of these are needed, what you're going to understand is that majority of business owners think they have to ask for the sale because they believe that they are supposed to. So your beliefs will dictate exactly how you run your life, how you operate your business. If you change these beliefs and you tell yourself over here, you say, well, hey, why? Why do I have to ask every single time? Or what would it look like if the customer came to me and they asked me, right? If you start to reverse these things, you can actually start the, to make the shift of giving value to the marketplace without even having to ask for a whole lot of anything. So what you'll notice about people who make a lot of money, especially you know modern day content creators or influencers that have not been educated in sales, they typically do this the best when it comes to brand building due to the fact that they've never actually been taught formal sales. And this was me when I made my first company, it was all on brand. When I was doing fitness, it was consistently giving value. It was consistently just talking to the audience. It was consistently building that one-to-one -one connection that I knew the people wanted so bad. And this is oftentimes what's lost with direct response marketers. So your advertising today, your funnels today, your pitches today could be textbook perfect, but you know what? At the end of it, they still might not buy unless they've been nurtured with you, with your real personality, not your sales personality, and your actual brand and who you are. That's just fact. This is why content is not only more important than ever, but this is why people need to see a multi-dimensional lifestyle. So that way you can build true rapport with the audience. I hope I covered number one accordingly. If not, comment below so I can even talk about this in a deeper detail. Number two, the customer wants info, not just a pitch. Okay, think about this. Information, not a pitch. If you're in the market for something new, Okay, let's say you're in the market for a new car, you're in the market for a new boat, right? You're in the market for a new jet ski. If you're in the market for these things, you want information on the actual product. You want information to know that this is going to suit you the best. You want information to know if this is going to work for you. The customer wants information. So the second you start treating them like a human, okay, and not a sales call, they're going to sense that you naturally care, okay? And if you naturally care, you're going to get the sale nine times out of 10. Now, last but not least, if, you'll, if you solely abide by direct response marketing and ads is what makes you live or die in the profit margins, you're in for one rude awakening when you look at your stress levels every single day. Not only will you be looked at as nothing more than a marketer, but you're gonna be labeled as a salesman. You're gonna be looked at the type of person who is just in it for the money. Here's what I can tell you. 
When I was running heavy amounts of ads, over a million and a half dollars in ads in just two years, okay, here's what I noticed. The amount of unhappy customers was higher. The amount of buyer's remorse customers was higher, okay? And the amount of people who just felt icky after they purchased was high. And it's because it, it's not because the product was bad. It's because they genuinely felt that they got sold. That's the point I'm trying to make here. When I switched this and I started to align people with my actual brand, okay, I started to align them with my actual brand and I said, hey, you're either, you're either for us or you're against us, okay? Doesn't matter, I only wanna work with people who are for us. All of a sudden, every customer that came in was a happy one. And that's the difference it makes when you actually switch to this style of living. Last but not least, how do you simultaneously focus on brand even if you have direct response pitches? It's going to be through content, okay? It's going to be through blogs. It's going to be through getting out in the community. It's going to be through getting your message across to the world who you are in any way, shape, and form that is multi-dimensional. Even covering topics that are sub-related or adjacent to your actual industry topic will help build more rapport. So these are the things that I notice why brand building is so much easier and oftentimes will lead to more profit in the long run when you get away from direct response and you actually look at your business as something to truly give value to people without asking for anything in return. Hit the like button, comment and subscribe and we'll see you in the next one.